Tierra Music. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. We have now entered into another episode of The Cutting Board. If I was paid, I would have a system that made noise that y'all would hear noise. But just imagine a bunch of horns. It's a little more embarrassing that I'm sitting with producers that has made the horn noises. Y'all don't judge me. Just put money in my book and we'll be all right. That's all right. All right? So I'm not introducing that. Ken, you're not new to this. So you can introduce yourself. And then I'm talking about my same one. Can flip. That's it. I hate you. That's all you need to know. We were literally talking about <laughs> how this is going to happen, why you need to be so humble. I don't want to talk about it now. Uh, sir, if you would be so kind as to say hello to my people. Hello. My name is Ty. Ty Brown. I was going to say Booker because you were going to go stuck. I thought it was a cold And then we got somebody on virtual because he decided not to drive up here, but it's okay because we still love you. Yo, say what up to the people. What up? What up to the people? Uh, my name is John Paul. So, all right, let's just jump into it. Let's talk about it. Yeah, I just came out with an album, and I'm smack. So, who wants to start telling the dirty secrets first? Who's doing bumps? Who's about to lose their relationship? Like, who started playing with the money? Which one got David Ruffin? Like, let's talk about it. Who's doing what? We're not holding that back. People need to know. Well, the, the concept of the band started probably over 10 years ago, honestly. Um, and we were able to put this project together in a matter of months, really. We've been talking about doing it for years and years, and just life and all kind of stuff just got in the way. We were never able to have time to lock in work on the project and a couple years ago we, we said listen let's just let's just do this yeah and piece by piece it just all came together a lot of the songs on the project were ideas that we had been fooling around with for years we just never took time to actually lay down the, the music yeah that's kind of really i mean we name how the how the band name came across is because John Paul always had a coffee in his hand. Every, every he night. He currently has a coffee. Yeah, yeah right now. He's obsessed. I'm, I'm sure y'all see him with a coffee on a virtual situation. But um, 
of course, John Paul's name is that. So we took that, which is his first name, and named the band John Paul. So that's how the band name came came about, which is pretty cool. <laughs> so, so long story short, I was really waiting for this because I'm going to tell you a few of my favorite musicians happen to be on the episode tonight. And they told me, you know, indirectly that there's going to be some music coming. So I'm like really just sitting there waiting, trying to act like I'm not, trying to like sneak little clips here and there, trying to hear something. And then I get a notification on my Apple, hey, do your pre order. I said, I never said it for real. Why not pre order? I know them for real. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not a regular person. I see y'all every week. Right. I, I should be getting an email with my stuff in it. And one of these people is my brother in law. So I should. But anyway, I was in the car when the album came out and I was like, yo, turn everything else off. I need to hear everything that's happening. You gotta know what my favorite track is because it's hard. The last one, the French That joint is hard. It's not my favorite. The favorite one was Lauder SVU. Oh, we got National Order. That drink was so hard. I know. I'm going to tell for a minute. I got favorites that are not even out here. I came all on my SoundCloud from old stuff. That's crazy. I'm a kind of sore music in the background. I listen to everything. I pay attention to everything. Y'all know that season four is about people who inspire me. I can't play instruments outside of my own imagination. In my head, I'm a better drummer than Ken. I believe it. In my head. I believe it. Because my coordination, these don't go together. I believe it. You give me small headaches every Sunday morning. Because I'm like, how did you, your feet are moving at the same time, your hands are moving. Bro. And I don't know how that go together. Honestly, I don't even like being a drummer. I know. I don't like it. <laughs> so then what are we doing? I don't know. I just, I'm, I like You can it. do it. So that's the it. thing. Like, but when you've been doing stuff for so long, it starts to look something, uh, you know what I mean? You gotta do some other stuff. You gotta do like the yeah. for paying for the ceiling while you're drumming. But, but the thing about it that I like the most is that I get to, I, I'm, I'm not gonna be cocky, but I'm gifted in that area area to grab other instruments and make it sound like I've been playing for a long time. Okay. Like producing music. That's that's my that's my go to. That's my, my so you need some light and some smoke on Sunday and let you do do whatever you do in the corner. Nah, I got it. That's, that's like a scientist revealing secrets. <laughs> you know, I got the cure for cancer or something. You know what I mean? You told me you got a cure? I could. I could. I, I the music. Okay. <laughs> I, listen, I told you before, music is therapeutic to me. Very. Um, I go through, I don't know how my wife hates it, that we'll be on um, a road trip or something like that. I have musical ADHD. So the song never gets played all the way through. You got like two minutes and 30 seconds at the most, and I'm already on the next one. Like, I, all my playlists, I just skip through them because I don't want to hear a certain part. And then, yeah, I just move on. So, yo, can you let the song play? I was like, well, no. I remember we was in the car listening to, um, um, what was it? Uh, what's Kanye's first album? I can't remember right now. Thank you. And I know every word to every song on that album. I only want to hear key parts. Like, the drink with Jay Z, I want to hear the poem at the end. I don't necessarily want to hear the first part. So I'll speak, I'll scrub through and get to the last part, and everyone comes like, "Yo, could you stop?" You know what I'm saying? Like, you just happen to be an accompaniment to my therapy. This ain't for you. <laughs> so then, um, I know we had we had just went out to to um, Jamaica spot, and I asked him about the the I call it instrument, the machine you got. Okay. 
the live to the joint. Yeah, yeah. You know that's in my cart, right? Oh, really? Oh, yeah, I'm going to figure that out. Yeah, get it. I'm going to figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> and he said, yeah, get it. You don't know. I might be texting. It was like 2.30. Yo, what happens if I push this button before I push it? Because <laughs> I watched a YouTube video of it. I'm like, no, this seems like I'm going to break something. Nah. John Paul knows. I used to go to John Paul sometime. He don't know. I'll tell him I have to go to the bathroom. Nah, I'll go right into the studio. <laughs> I'll go in there trying to like look at the bass. I think I'll figure it out. Right. Bro, you don't know. I used to be tampering with your stuff all the time. Like, I just want to play something over here. Well, you do. Don't be biased now because I remember one Sunday. Who's that thing? Was oh, Shofar. Yeah, you play that. That's not necessarily a play. That's a method. You have to figure that out. But you know what, though? Those, those biblically are the most powerful instruments. Okay, I think that's those, that, that's, that's, the Lord Christ is supposed to be showing up. That right there. And then John Paul come out of nowhere and just have a bass. Like the dude from um, Stranger Things on top of the van. Oh, John Paul. John Paul. Yeah. He will have his son in one hand and the bass in the other hand. Go ahead, speak, Paulie. Can you guys hear me? I mean, everyone can hear you but me. Okay. All right. Um, yeah, I just want to tell a little story about how I met Cam. Say again. I want to tell a little story about how I met Cam. Oh, about how you met Cam? Yeah. It was a it was an alley as you took him under your wing because he was going to be the new Robin. He's Batman, and you, you had to show him the ropes. <laughs> Cam Cam went to high school with my little brother Stefan. And if you were high school, Stefan, you're old. <laughs> and uh, all right, Mike. <laughs> Um, I'd come home from work. This is when I first moved to Middletown and Cam and Stefan would be on my drum machine in my room every time I came home. And Cam would always tell me Cam is nasty. Stefan would always tell me Cam is nasty on the drums. He wasn't lying. I don't know. I think Cam was like, you were like 15? Yeah, 16. 15, 16. 15, 16. Yeah, so that's a long time. Ty. It's like I've been working hard for a long time. Yeah, I was. I'm a little older. We'll just John say that. Was, I think John Paul was 30 at that time. Yeah. Yo, he, he put numbers out. Nah, because I was, uh, yeah, I was, you were 16, 16 years old. Ty, Ty, was, Ty I, was, I was 23, Ty. No, that that was when I could still dunk. Oh, yeah. that's how you talk about basketball, man. Dunking on Cam. We probably should talk about basketball. Listen, all right. So how I remember it, um, it was one summer, and uh, Stefan and uh, Paulie they was like, let's go to let's go play ball. I forgot where we were at, but we ended up going, and uh, there was nobody at the gym. We was actually waiting on people, so we started playing twenty one. And of course, at the time, I was I was shorter than Stephen and John Paul. They're over six feet, so <laughs> so I'm like, are we putting inches up? Are we letting people know how tall you really are? Yeah, I'm only five eleven. So it's like, where? Yeah, I'm five eleven. You are? Five, I'm really yeah, five eleven. Without the Balenciagas? No, with with Balenciagas, I'm probably like six feet. <laughs> I don't know. No, I, I'm not trying to hit like Tim. With Tim though, I'm like six five. No, with the brothers, I'm six five. Six five. Because he's, he's, he's saying 5'11", I'm 6'4", bro. 
Yeah, I retired. I just look at the rim now. I don't, I don't even go to the court. I just, I don't know, whatever. The funniest part about this whole story is I take unfortunate credit in the fact that John Paul's wrist may or may not be damaged. I think it's my fault. And for a minute, like, I don't know if you remember after you first had got started wearing the brace, you, um, you, he would blame me out of the wreck that I broke his wrist. Cause like when we used to high five, I used to put a little oomph behind it because his hands were bigger. So I would, you know, put my hand into it. One day it just it went awry, and I thought I was gonna get so much trouble because if I broke the bass player's hand, who's gonna play the bass during Sunday service? I I felt something pop. What happened? So every time I watch him throw the bass now, or put on the, the we call it the the brace. Like that, I did that. You, you didn't do it. You didn't. It was never played the same. No. It was Wow. Wow. No, I, I'm just responding to what Ty said. So I could have very well put John Coffee album in Jeopardy because I was too aggressive saying hello. So this is your fault. It is. 
Oh my God! So I wanted to confess in a safe place where y'all could be jumping. I'm gonna fight back, but like I said before, that's what started. I think Ty has killed people, so I don't know if I'm gonna be able to get out of this one. But I remember he was coming to the sanctuary. I said what per usual, and I think I overshot it and hit the the base of his hand. Oh my God! And the look on his face was like, I'm damaged. So, so Paulie, this is the reason why you were braids. So that's the real reason. It didn't start there. It started with a football injury. Yes. It's a it's a oh, fracture. A it's a fracture that never healed right. And Mike just, you know, exacerbated. Exacerbated a little bit. I thought I thought she was at carpal tunnel. I thought it was at first, but then I. I thought he did. That's why because of the job. Yeah. Because he kept. I thought it was that at first, and then I went to the doctor. We were like, Nope, your fracture didn't heal right. What? And I was like, Oh, this is my friend. Breaking news. Can you all put that across the street? I might break out of the It's really not my fault. So, I, like, where I can't do certain things, I overcompensate in other things. I would love to be a musician, so to speak. I would love to have the ability to create what I hear out loud. Y'all get on my nerves at y'all can do that. I would, you would be a great percussion player. I was a percussion player in high school. Okay. I played stand cymbals, crashing cymbals, bass drum, and I think that's it. I don't have to learn how to set. You wearing condoms. I gotta get the little twist first to make it work. Y'all need to get some uh, timbales. That would be nice. That's a, that's a nice add-on. Yeah. Well, 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 first, though, I'm going to give John Paul his father while we're here. Okay, let's talk about you know, People understand that John Paul is an amazing person, first of all. That goes, that goes right there. He's an amazing person. He's been producer, so we have to Who's the? I'm our producer. Talking about to me? Talking about us. We got to talk about Hush. All right. <laughs> John Paul is an amazing producer amazing person and um he's been the same he's been the same since i've met him and um i don't think people know that he's classically trained facts this man can play keys it's ridiculous like this man can really play keys when he played the bass and keys at the same time oh yeah that's another thing like nobody knows that neither but wow the man can produce music you know what i mean amazing producer you know, uh, when I met him, he wasn't playing bass. So that's the thing. He was playing keys, and I, he did a little rhythm, rhythm guitar a little bit. Um, but I think further down, down the years, I seen him pick up the bass, and he was just killing. And I'm just like, this man just literally pick up any instrument and start just killing playing. So that dude, John Paul, you're amazing, bro. Amazing. Amazing. Don't let nobody tell you nothing. I I used to say that John Paul was one of Connecticut's best kept secrets. That's a fact. Because when I when I first met John Paul, he was through Cam. Uh, I needed a bass player, and Cam's like, "Yeah, we'll just get John Paul." I'm like, "Okay, who's that?" Yeah, who's that? Yeah, who's that? <laughs> and so John Paul came to to the rehearsal, and I mean, instantly we just clicked, and we. The three of us as a group never had a fight, 
we've had an argument in all the years that we've been working together. Yeah, I'm telling you the behind the scenes story. I'll show you by happening. You know, yeah, there's there no fight. There's never been fight. a disagreement. There's never been a, a moment of awkwardness where there's tension. Mm -hmm. We've never had an issue in all these years. But that speaks to the project, too, because when you have people who can cohesively, uh, what I would say, humble themselves mm -hmm. to complete the project, it makes a lot more sense when you know that there's no contention outside of the microphone. Mm -hmm. There's no contention outside of instrumentation that we really are just decent people who happen to be in the same space. Right. It matters. I mean, we trust each other. Like, even when it comes to um, creating a project, Paulie would, Paulie would literally come sit behind me and tell me, oh, can I like that? And I'm open to it. Like, okay, we're, we're willing to learn from each other. And we're going to like change things, arrange th things differently. And uh, if I say "fall out" like that late or whatever, they'll be like, "All right, well, let's change it." You know what I mean? And so we're very open, and we're you know, we're teachable, teachable people, teachable, teachable producers actually. Because a lot of producers have big egos, right? I, I hear, I want to hear. But uh, at the same time, we just we love to create and you know put out good music. That's how I feel about y'all. Don't know that uh, I try to get ready for the podcast, and I pull my microphones out and both. Can anti cringe and how I store my microphones. <laughs> and I don't have a problem that Cam just started putting my stuff together. Because he did that the first time he was here. Y'all want to eat? Like, garage man wasn't working, something was going wrong. He's like, man, give me a computer. Click, 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 everything worked. It's, it's, it's rare that I, I don't like people in my space. When I say inspired, it's inspired by the person and the capability. Because it, it's not easy to be in a lane and not get your shine and keep yourself motivated. Uh, anybody who's had a recent conversation with me as far as like the cooking thing, I'm, I'm motivated, but I don't like the industry right now. So it stagnates the creativity sometimes. And I know with musicianship and the climate of how things change so drastically from time to time, it's easy to get overlooked, but it's easy to get shaded. Mm -hmm. It's easy for dudes to start being funny. Or start talking funny, and I don't know about musicians, but I'm good for a pull up. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm good for the okay. So let's put your spatula next to mine and see what we're doing. Oh yeah, y'all talking breathe. Like, like literally, like I'm, I don't mind. You know, there's there's been times to where me and Ty secretly fought. Okay, you know what I mean. Nobody knows that. I want to know who won though. So hard that night. Uh -huh. 
we didn't. I, we had no eye contact. I wasn't looking at him. He was looking at me. It wasn't nobody being. This, this was like, this is one of the best shows we ever did. Oh, yo, hot. So I was so upset. No, oh, my God. But it ended up being one of the dopest <laughs> nights musically because we were, you know, we were heated. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But so you put that passion into the music. And then afterwards, you went to Popeye. <laughs> 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 So you on that Popeye. Somebody had to strap That is not a real Popeye. You didn't, you didn't work with the word about it. He's so Everything was bad. Everything was bad. And so the other, it was, it was four of us. Me and the other two musicians went in, in the Popeyes and had a whole meal. Camp set in the car. Is that who sat in the car? I didn't want to have two hours. I didn't want to. I didn't want to. So you rolled with somebody? Or you did? No, we got on the phone. Are you staying in the car? I'm not coming out. Listen. Did your phone die while you was in it? Nah. Could that be my own motivation to get out of the car? My phone died. Nah. Nah. He was pissed. We were so. And then I think we had to record. Yeah. We had to go to church and record. Oh, that same night. Same night. Still mad at each other. Smacking. Also, <laughs> post chicken, post service. Still got to work again. I mean, y'all, I think that's like the only time we ever had it. Yeah, like it, in the open. Like they knew, they knew it too. Yeah. They knew it, and then we was we was killing. Them. Yeah. See, no one knows what I have, bro. Like, I've had issues with John Paul that people don't even know. I don't think John Paul knows about because oh. I know I'm smart, but sometimes I know that John Paul's smarter than me, and I don't like it. <laughs> You know, that's my own ego. I don't like that he's smarter than me. So I'll come in, we'll have a group conversation, whatever. I know I'm a banger. That's going to, like, start a conversation. Here he come. But teacher's union, and I'm like, what the? And then blows up my whole joint. I'm like, okay, I'm in your, I'm in your house. I'm in your living couch. I'm not going to say nothing. I'm not texting you for at least another three or four days. Because I got to blow my ego off. Like, I'm, I'm a little tight. But then you, like, for instance, when you sit back and really think about, okay, should I be this upset? No, but I'm not going to study a lot because the next conversation, you're not going to bless me when I start the conversation. We're going to go back. Yeah, I know you're sitting there looking at this face. You don't know I'll be having intellectual <laughs> beef with you. That's not my problem. You don't know. Ahead, I don't want to tell you. Go ahead, Paulie. I'm like, you know, say, Paulie. Get off your chest. I know you be having no card for walking out, ready to tell me how smart you are, sir. Honestly, bro, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I be in my own head. Nobody else knows. Like, when I'm, when I'm upset with people, unless you are able to read my body language, you don't know that I'm mad. And I'm well, I know, I know, when, you're, I know when you're mad. No, I know when you're mad. I you, you can tell when I'm mad because I fumed. This one yeah. was, I was intellectually bested and I didn't like it. But what am I going to do? Because I'm at his house and I'm like, I to storm out. I drove here with my family. I can't go nowhere. I'm gonna be like, yeah, I don't sit in the parking lot until y'all be done. Paulie's AI before AI. Right. He's a minority report. Yeah. Paulie's AI. I really feel like there's a secret compartment in the house that he don't tell people about, but if you like push the right side of the wall, the whole screen will just like. He's the government. Yeah. Yo, he calls you feds. (laughs) Wow. Wow. (laughs) Maybe I am. You never know. See? (laughs) See? 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 He's actually so aloof. Like, you don't know where did they go. So, album-wise, I listened for parts. I don't know who was doing what. I just, I made up this imaginary tapestry in my mind of who was doing what. Mm-hmm. I assumed you were on drums, I assumed you were on keys, 
I'm assuming Jack Ball's on bass. I know that y'all are producers and mixing the end, but I listen for it individually, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So a lot of songs, I'll block out everything else and just listen for drums. And then I'll block out some keys. But then the messed up part of it is, like you said, Jack Ball plays everything. Right. So I don't know which one is which, so I assume these are tied. And then so, uh, some of the songs, John Paul is playing bass, he's playing rhythm guitar, mm-hmm. he's playing lead guitar, and some stuff. Yeah. And he is even playing horns. Yeah, he's playing some keys on a couple songs. See, well, that kind of messed up my theology, but yeah. I, I took the part, yeah, the, the, if y'all look in the comments, there is a link to the album. Do yourself a favor, get it, uh, and be ready for the pre order of the next album. A lot of good stuff coming down the pipe. Yeah, oh, I was talking about your joint. Because I read your status loud this morning. Oh, but let, let's talk about that later. Because <laughs> <laughs> it sounded like you, you said that from down here. Yeah, I mean, but Harley's, uh, has he has his own project coming out. Let's talk about it. Hopefully uh, next month. Oh, so Yeah, next month. It's called Parallel, Parallel, Parallel Universe. I'm feeling like it's crazy. It's crazy. And this is his it's situation. This is a project that John Paul has personally put his touch on it. Mm-hmm. He's arranged and, and played pretty much all of the music. Mm-hmm. And it's it's I feel like the timing of it is great. I'm not gonna, you know, get in his business. But the timing of it is perfect because it's a great way to um, just put something out there and um, just submit begin to submit his legacy because a lot of people don't know how great he is. He needs to, more people need to know about him. Mm-hmm. So, let's segue to John Tell us about this parallel universe. Because, first of all, anybody who knows me knows that I think we live in a simulation, and this is all matrix anyway. Right. So, when you say parallel universe to me, you know I'm already triggered. So, I want to know, like, what's the inspiration for parallel universe? What what universe do you live in, sir? Teach it. Well, um, off. you know, as we were doing the John Coffee project, you know, me, Ty, and Cam would. You know, we found ourselves talking on the phone more since I moved and everything. Um, and then we started getting into, you know, the kind of conversations you and I get into, Mike, all the time. Like philosophical, we go down rabbit holes. And I think we were texting at the time, actually. And we were talking about how the world's a simulation or a simulation theory. I started bringing up parallel universes. And then all of a sudden, I was like, that should be the name of your EP, Parallel Universe. Next thing you know, he sends me the, the a track to play on, and I and called Parallel Universe, and that's kind of how it started. Um, came and Ty basically pushing me. That. Yeah, because I've done the same thing. I think all three at one point or another. I've been like, yo, I'm looking to do X, Y, and Z, and they'll just have bankers ready. Um, I don't know if you remember. I was working on. That's what we spoke in order mix with like smooth jazz. And I hit you like, yo, I need something for the intro because the producer is not getting it for me. And this is where our very first email. I still got it in the cut. And to this day, I kind of wonder like, was this just here or did you make this just now? Because it fits so well to what I was doing. And I don't think I gave you any context. I was like, bro, uh, before I could even get to what's your cash at or how much it it was already in my email. And I'm just like, because to me, I don't know, I, I say to them all the time, they don't necessarily believe me, whatever, that these are my version of celebrities. Um, it was, I was telling Ty the same thing when I was doing music for the podcast. 
I hit Ty on this on slide. Ty's doing the cast. I know he saw my text, but he didn't answer it. And it's I'm okay with that. <laughs> I'm quite I'm quite fine with that. But I haven't hit him like, yo, do you have anything? And before I can even get to the business side, it was already in my email. Same thing with John Paul. There's been a bunch of times where I go into the house, I'm just feeling musical. And I know I can't, I can strum a guitar. I can't play one like how you do. Now I'm like, James, what about dot, dot, dot? He'll find an acoustic will like Thor's hammer come out of nowhere. And he'll just have an acoustic in his hand. You mean this? <laughs> and I'm like, bro, what are you, okay. Um, one, one of the fond memories, fond memories of singing acoustic, um, singing out loud for no reason. And JP would just sit crisscross applesauce with a guitar. And I don't know if you, as big as JP is, I didn't know when you moved. When did you get up and get this guitar? Where was this? I think when y'all was moving out of um, Vernon, we, we ended up singing. There was a bunch of boxes around. We in the living room, and we went on live Facebook. We're just singing, um, what is it? Uh, I can't remember what song it was. It wasn't a happy day. It was, uh, I can't remember what R&B joke. But I always thought it was so fly that we could have these musical moments with people um, that are not too much of themselves, so to speak. Because honestly, when y'all answer my text, it be throwing me off. Because again, I, I I don't pedestal people, but I put people to their proper importance where they should be. So I'm not going to just talk y'all like you know, regular like you know people I just happen to know that happen to play stuff. I know how you get down. So I'm like, okay, hey, can you? He'll be back when I, <coughs> what's up, guy? I'm like, why is it? Why are you being so normal? All right, cool. Because my experience in that area, I, I grew up with a brother who's a professional singer, uh, goes on tour with Maverick, and Richard Franklin, and Kanye. So when I end up talking to musicians, so to speak, it's not that easy. Um, shout out to Kurt Franklin, by the way. He was actually a lot more humble than I thought, because he definitely got me a lot of problems. But I'm local musicians are not as easy to speak to. And I, I've grown up with some of these people, and I'm like, you know I know you for real, right? Like before you had a Facebook page, like little still MySpace and Black Planet, I know you. Why are you playing to the left? I don't want to talk to you. But I think that people stagnant or, or, or cause their brand to be stale by how they portray their personality. When you don't carry yourself the right way, if you don't carry yourself with some kind of humility, I don't care how nice you really think you are, if you don't carry yourself with some kind of humility, you kill a brand. But I think Paragon Universe is going to be dope because, like you said, JP is just a dope person. So it's going to communicate well through the music. Like, when I listen to y'all, it sounds like y'all. Y'all quiet, but y'all funny. Y'all dudes are hilarious. I've seen the great text. Ty is crazy. No, Ty is a nut. Don't let, just because he's quiet, don't let him, don't let it fool. I've seen your copy and paste work, sir. I've seen your little edits. I'm like, when did you have time for this? It's quick. He's good. Yeah, quick as he be mid service dropping them. I'm like, when did you, you've been playing this whole time. When did you make this picture? <laughs> I always keep signing in the stash. Oh, so you came ready. So you just always got to be ready. You just got to be nice with the, with the photo ready. I'm always ready. I was have to be like, yo, what's wrong with y'all? <laughs> I, I think one day I preached and I came home and I, you know, I'm worn out by the lady and I had to show me the group text. And I'm like, I, I did it, but what's wrong with these dudes? I think I told her, you better take care of my man after he preached like that. And Ty sent a picture of something, and I'm like, bro, what's wrong with you? 
And it's so, it throws you off because as quiet as y'all see Ty being right now, he's this quiet all the time. Like, your face is loud, I tell you that. Your facial expressions don't hide no punches. But you're always quiet. So when you see a text, you're like, yo. Same thing with John Paul. John Paul will talk when he needs to. But musician lines, I think the first day I saw him play the bass and keys at the same time, I didn't know what I was dealing with. Because it wasn't like he hit a note, hit a note. He's playing with his left hand and playing with his right hand, two different instruments. And I'm like, all right. So I brought it to his attention after service. I'm like, yo, did you mean to do that? He said, do what? I said, he was playing two instruments at the same time. He's like, oh, yeah. I'm like, what do you mean old? Oh, what do you mean old? Oh, that's not normal. It's just a lot to take in. So now I'm going down to Georgia. And, you know, again, I still get the jump on stuff. The setup he got, I'm like, one, if I move wrong, I'm not going to just hold desk over. Because especially between the wall and this chair is not meant for me to be sitting here. So if I so much as sneeze, all of this is going down. But then I thought, what kind of masterpieces are made here that I don't know about? Yeah. Same thing when I came to your set, I'm just like, yo, you was so nonchalant about it, and I'm looking at it like, okay, so this is half my car. All right, this is where I spent action last year. <laughs> now, all of this put together is what my brain does, but I can't, I, I'm so fine. It's a musician's home. It really is. Like, however, John Paul, you're not going to find, you're not going to go to the studio and find a Saints set. No, no, no. You know, especially if it's, you know, to a personal producer. Mm -hmm. John Paul set up different than mine. Ty set up different than mine. And it is comfortable to their liking. Right. And it's crazy because I hate how Pam is setting this up. Yeah, he hated it. I mean, like, why are you not just like Yeah, like, it's uncomfortable for him. Yeah. Well, sure. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's, it's, to, it's to their liking. It's not how I watch you uh, rearrange drum sets. Yeah, like, it's it got to be comfortable. No, but your face, bro, I'm trying to not burst in a, I'm trying not to burst in a tear. Because, I don't know, y'all understand, I have a bias against light-skinned brothers. It's the whole thing. We'll talk about that. <laughs> so, Ty's always going to come in with the same face. I'm here to execute. He's going to do this. Cam's face is like, yo, what the fuck? And he'll, like, he'll look around like, yo, what happened? And like, he'll, he'll quietly get frustrated. Like, you know how you used to run in your room and cuss out your mom but with no voice? That's what Cam does. So I'll, I'll know that the cook track is playing, so I'll text him. Yo, you all right? No, I'm not all right. And like, <laughs> I'm like, what can I do? Because I don't know if you know, but we can all see you. So yeah. what can, what do you need me to do? Like, Ty has a poker face. I don't have a poker like, you're going to see everything, yeah. all of it. You know what I mean? Like, even when John Paul was, comes back and sometimes the sounds messed up, he has to drop the bass and go to the back. Mm -hmm. You know, I would get pissed just because he's leaving. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? It's just like, he's breaking the chain, bro. You know what I mean? So it's like, he he, he can't do his job because he's worried about the sound. Mm -hmm. I can't do my job because I'm worried about, okay, I can't get a click track over there. Ty can't do his job because the sound that he's playing from is coming way over from over there. It's like, we all gotta be comfortable, you know what I mean? It's like it's kind of hard to execute when the sound is not right, or the drum seats have broken, you know what I mean? Or or the, or, or my elbows in the back of the, the wall while I'm playing. It's like, bruh, it's it's a it's a big to do when you have all that stuff around. So then, who whose studio are we are we going to record the follow up to John Coffee? If y'all have your own setup, where, where are you going? Well, how we did this this project, we all recorded our stuff 
uh, respected me. Okay. So I laid down the, the foundation for a track. And then, um, well, actually, no. The, the very beginning, we were all at my studio. He was at the church. Right, right. Was yeah, 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 yeah. And then we did a couple of sessions at my spot. Mm-hmm. John Paul brought his bass. You kept going to your spot. We laid, we laid down a lot of the frames, but then once we started getting to the meat and potatoes, John Paul had already moved. Mm. So we were sending files back and forth. So I'll, I'll email the version to John Paul. He has to do the bass on, on it. And he put so, his pieces together. Exactly. Yeah. So side note, uh, the comments say that you got the humor on lock in your disrespect. The, the comment says that you're mad funny, but you're disrespectful. I love it. Disrespectful. I love it. I think it's funny. <laughs> I love it. I, I think people are most funny when they don't outright come out funny. Yeah. Like, I think you have a secret extrovert personality, but you got to get past the non-extrovert. And then you'll see how bright it really gets. I was telling, I was telling Ty about, uh, and John Paul kind of gets the same way, because you never know what John Paul's thinking. Right. I was telling Ty about the time I seen him in public, and I didn't want to speak. Because I was like, he might hit me. <laughs> I don't know what it was about. First of all, I wasn't comfortable at the event anyway because there was a lot of um, disorganization with a lot of special needs in the same room. Yeah. And I know how bad that can go. Where, where this was, um, I, I know I can get to the building now if I was to drive. It was a new brand. And I think it was like a, it was a dance party for them or something like that. And it was you and a bunch of guys that were playing that night. And Y'all all in black suits or whatever, and I, I just happened to look up. I told you I had a black skin, black skin dude. I saw you. <laughs> so I was like, oh, I've seen him. We hadn't really met at that time. But we hadn't seen each other. So I look up. I was like, I don't know how this is going to work. Because I don't know if you was annoyed at the venue, but you look annoyed. And I was like, I'm good. But same thing with John Paul. You never know what's on his mind. My, one of my favorite, me and John Paul, always talk about uh, we were in the midst of a bunch of I'm going to use air quote singers, and there was some arguing. And JP don't usually get people's stuff. I think he had had enough for the day. And he grabs his bass while still strapped and walks down the aisle. Uh, what was it? Anticipate, execute. That's it. And just walks off. But he said it was such a dad bass in his voice that even I had to be like, I don't know what I'm supposed to be doing. I feel like I need to be busy. I feel like I'm doing something wrong because I'm not busy enough. It was, it was a lot to take in. Because he didn't shout, but he said it with enough, like, ugh, that the conversation stopped. And I'm like, oh. This, this people you don't want to see upset. You know what I mean? John Paul's one of them. Me and John Paul had played for before, and it made me question whether or not if I had to kill him, could I? <laughs> I think we got, we had the video for that. We was, uh, we was in there, like, John Wick in a small kitchen. And me and John Paul are not small people. And I'm like, if I had to, could I take him out? Nah. I don't know I could. We I could. Not, I could. Not. But it's going to cost me something. Because <laughs> he yeah, did. Like, so <laughs> and I'm like, oh, if I was to miss this, you would really hurt me. Yeah. And I was like, yo, I don't really like what's happening. <laughs> Even now, like, I'm trying not to look directly into the camera. Because <laughs> JP's shoulders are bigger than the chair he's in. Yeah, it's a sad thing. Yo, for real talk, I feel like you just low-key, y'all both might be killers, bro. Like, I'm, more, I'm more psychological with it more than I am just uh, group violence. So I'll, you know, Are you confessing the violence in general? No, I'm just saying oh, okay. that I'm more methodical. Okay. So just 
fighting. That, that ain't gonna do it. That ain't, that's not for I'm talking about weeks. Oh, it's gonna take time. I'm gonna wear this. I'm yeah. gonna play it out. And, uh, <laughs> What's that movie with Jamie Foxx? Uh, Law by the Citizens. Yeah, that's oh. time. Hey, that was hot. Gerard Rock Butler. That's time. No. Jake, I'm gonna because we've had a lot of conversations. I have violent ideologies sometimes. And me and Jake, people just been talking like, he'll say something like, like my kids will do something. He's like, yo, I feel, I feel bad. I'm like, why you feel bad? He's like, you got daughters. I'm like, JP, you know what kind of time I'll be on the side of my head? And he's like, what? And I'll say like the most subtly violent thing I've been thinking all day. And he's like, yo, you, you all right? I'm like, did you just identify that I got daughters? No, I'm not okay. I'm not screwed today. But again, um, the whole he's laughing at me. I'm just I'm just thinking about how dark the conversations get. <laughs> I'm trying not to. No. So he's going he's going back and thinking about like remember um what was that one of those main? We was up to like two three in the morning talking about parallel universes, simulations, and all that. It indirectly got dark for a second, and Dumbo has this habit of like trying to pull me back in. Like focus on what we're talking about. You went somewhere. And I just think it's funny because I'm like, yo, you're going to be like me when you're dead. It's going to turn into the same thing. Yeah. Let me tell you something about how far we passed. So we, this, was, this had to have been like round two in the morning as well. So we had, we had the crib and Paulie's saying some stuff, some crazy, some crazy stuff. And I'm like, literally, I'm, I'm in it. I'm like, yeah, yeah. So he finally said something that messed me up. Uh-huh. I think I didn't need to go to bed. I'm just up. Yeah, so you're thinking about it, right? He's like, Cam, you know, you know, look at the stars and stuff. It's really not what, it's not, it's not lit it's not bright your eyes is energy to that that star really? i said excuse me he's like no it's not really not lit up just like a light bulb the energy and all that type of stuff is not really it's not connected we're looking at we're bringing energy to the light and i'm like okay excuse me right oh okay I, I know what he's talking about you don't talk about right Bobby? yeah i was i was talking about how light doesn't travel but he said this so subtly. That's like we're supposed yeah. to. Yeah. <laughs> and remember yeah. How, remember how you was trying to break down, like you run it in a video game, right? The more your character runs, it develops the strength. So like the mountains of climbing or grab. He started breaking it down like that's what life really is. Like stuff don't exist until you have to get near it. And I had to stop mid-combo and like kind of sit back like, usually it's me bringing people down a rabbit hole. And now 2 30 morning in the, in the middle of the woods, mind you, there ain't nothing but windows in this cabin, but you can't see out, and people can only see in. So I'm already uneasy. And we found a dungeon that night, which was wild. <laughs> oh there was a dungeon under the Airbnb. Remember, we stepped on the yeah. floor, there's a dungeon in the Airbnb. So oh, I'm already yeah, yeah, yeah. And he starts talking, yo, the world don't exist until you get next to it. And I'm like, <laughs> what? So for me, that's what music really is. Creativity, I feel like, doesn't exist until the muse is found at home. Like it's it's in the ether. It, it, it's around. I learned this from watching Prince. I feel like Prince was just a vessel for music because, again, like I said with John Paul, Prince could play anything he touched, and it just made sense. Right then, you talking about Prince? Yeah, I let him speak. Okay. Oh, that's all. <laughs> Yo, what? You, you, you tied to the tabernacle of purple rain? Go ahead, Todd. Okay. So, Prince, I agree. Um, I think the 
What's dope about Prince that I think goes over people's head is that he was a black artist that was doing rock and roll during a time when black people couldn't do that. Black people were only thought of making black music. You know what I'm saying? At Prince's peak, he was he was a rock and roll artist. Mm. But it was considered black music, but musicians knew <laughs> this guy's not rock and roll. Yeah. He's a rock and this is rock. And Prince could tap into different rooms, but I'm just saying like he gave black people nuance mm-hmm. without people really knowing that. You know what I'm saying? So it was okay to as an artist, you don't have to do R and B, just R and B. Right. You can dabble in the jazz, you can dabble in the Prince is one of those first artists that was excellent in everything. Facts. You know what I mean? So. That's what I mean. Again, I give it to all of y'all, but I definitely give it to Thousand John Paul, too. Because I, I, I've i had piano, classic piano training. I can't play the same life, but I've had training. Um, I, like I said, I've worked around musicians and people were saying, and very far and few where you see excellence. Like you'll see, a, I can play keys excellent and dabble at the drums. Mm-hmm. I can play keys excellent and I dabble at this. No, they're pretty much even across the board, and it just kind of makes my hair sometimes. Where do you store all this? Like the ability to do this. You know, one day we didn't have a drummer, and I think we were doing prison worship. This is like eight, nine years ago. It was doing a, a rehearsal, and I think John Paul jumped on the drum set, and I'm like, if you play these drums, I quit because you cracked the code, Neo. Like, why do you know how to do all of this at the same time? And it, it kind of it solidified the fact that I'm. I'm I know where I'm at. I like to surround myself with people who are creators. I like to surround my people, or surround myself with people that I know are going to understand me at a, a different level. We had a chance to talk, and, and I specifically asked Cam because I know he's going to get the rut that I get in sometimes creatively. Because when you can't put it out the way you want to, or you maybe you you've hit the ceiling of the, the season you're in, and you can't, you don't know how to get that next piece. I know to, to lean on creative types. Yeah. I, you know, just randomly hit a jump. Hey, jump. You think I'll be checking on you? I'll be checking on you. I'll be trying to siphon some of that energy off of you. I just say, what up, JP? Like, hey, Mike. And he'll start talking about politics or something, something, and it'll click the next thing I need to do. We sit there, and this dude got a big boy club at the Jamaican restaurant. And we sit there eating or whatever. He's like, Mike, you got to turn on God lens. And like my brain just like why didn't I think about that? And it's it's very I wish people would take more time, especially today's industry, take more time to listen to musicianship. I was thinking about Dr. Lee from Drum Line and how you really gotta you can't I hate that song Pound Town. I hate everything about that song. I hate everything really that I hear. I haven't listened to the radio in probably about five or six years. I hate everything. Because you're not saying nothing. I don't know about, you know, maybe JP, I don't know about y'all. I was raised when I couldn't listen to Roman music. So when I finally got out of the house, got off the porch, I used to say, it was Jay Kiss's EP and the Red Album from Aaliyah. Okay. And then from there, I was like, oh, this is music. I ate everything I get my hands on. So I'm, I'm used to classical music as well as comedy. So I live quality, most death, then you Styles P, you want Jay Kiss. And I'm just like, I'm, my mind is blown. I, as much as you love Prince, I love Ye and I'm 3000 and my whole work. So I'm like, that's where I'm at with it. So then I, I got, if you go on my, my iTunes music, 
I got some of the most random people possible, but they all have the same streamline to me. You're saying something. And then right in the number four spot was John Coffey. And I just sit there and I kind of let it play sometimes when I'm in the car. Or I, I was telling Kevin, I let Ocean Forge play often when I'm just driving along and let the, the music do something. You have great artists that are singing on there and, and doing spoken word. I listen to the music because I know that y'all pay attention to it. I know that y'all not just arbitrarily putting stuff together, knowing that, or playing on the ignorance of the consumer. Y'all put it out because y'all want to put it out. And it's kind of like well, JP, because I honestly, I think you know I watch you. I don't know if you know or not, but whenever JP's playing, I watch him. And one day, I think he, he what do you call it, JP? You bent the body of the bass. And in my head, I'm like, he's going to snap the neck off the bass the way he pushed it in. And because I, you know, I self taught myself to touch, so I know that the neck is very important. And then I asked him after something, like, yo, what did you do? And he started explaining what happened when you bend the body of the bass. And I'm like, I'll let you explain, JP. Explain to us what happens in musicianship when you do things that are unorthodox. I mean, really, that was just something you never seen before. But I saw somebody else do it. Okay. So you, 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 uh, you grabbed it off of somebody else and tried it. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, it's what it is. I mean, you learn people only do what they've seen other people do and then they make it their own. So some people are, you know, have the opportunity to learn from other people that know how to, how to do things. And before there's YouTube, you know, you had to go to the churches and watch musicians play. Right. So like the stuff I learned was watching other bass players, you know, that trick I learned from the bass player that used to play with Cam and Ty. Not sly, not sly, but uh, yeah, but um, I think I think you know we us three have a very unique experience in our own right, and when it comes together, it just makes something special. Do so. me a favor, I'm gonna ask all three of myself, John Paul, break down what music means to you. Like, what is it? I told you, man, this is basically therapy. Keep keep myself sane. To be honest with you. Yeah, I think music is uh, an expression um, that is therapeutic and it often comes from a broken place. I think we all, um, the best music tends to come from, it's like an authentic expression of what your soul is feeling, right, at the time. And the closer to that you can get without trying to be perfect and, you know, without thinking that that's, it's just an authentic expression that other people feel because it's, it's a, it's a human expression that people can connect with. And, See, that's my problem. That's why I can't yeah. play instruments because perfection going on. I know that these three notes make this chord and I need to play it this way. Um, the only thing that really struggles with me about the guitar is I can't play bar chords. The way that my, my double jointed hand works, I can't get my finger to do bar chords and it bothers me so bad. I know I can make a bar chord out of something else, but it, I just, the perfectionism in me won't let me do it. But let it be poetry. I can do that. Because it, like you said, it's all the expression of one's soul. Some of my best pieces came when I was down bad. And it, it, it allowed me to express myself from a safe distance. Because no one wants to just outright be out here, I'm in my feelings, everything hurts and I'm sad. But if you put a creative spin to it, 
the gratification comes in when people are able to listen or read or participate and take something from it that you didn't necessarily have to say. How do you feel, sir? Um, <clears throat> for me, music, I feel it's like a connective tissue. Mm. Um, and I, of course, it's the therapeutic aspect, all of that is cool, and I agree with that too. But I feel like it's a vehicle. You know what I'm saying? It, it'll get me, I look at music like an Uber. Okay. I'm trying to get somewhere, and music is going to take me to where I need to go. Mm-hmm. It's going to take me where to, and I can pick Cam up, or Cam can pick me up, and we can drop, go, go on a journey, and go mm-hmm. meet John Paul, and mm-hmm. pick him up. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like music is a great vehicle, and um, if you can learn how to uh, find yourself, and find your sound, and find what you're doing. You can write your own ticket. Like, you know what I mean? It, it doesn't matter. Uh, it's not about grand. Well, for me, it's not, it's not about accolades. It's not about grandies. It's not about this and that. All of that stuff is cool. It's that God's will. Mm-hmm. But for me, it's just about being having the ability to create. And I feel like that's that's the most godlike thing you can do as a person is create because that's what God did. Mm-hmm. And it's um. Yeah, I was going to say to to back to what Ty is saying, like the the shared experience and the connectivity. Like, it's when we're making music, it's it's not just about the music. It's just about having an experience together. And even when even the great artists when they're performing, they're not really performing. They're creating an experience with the crowd, and they the crowd participates, right? So it's a it's a joint. Um, shared experience. It, it Maybe, definitely is. Yeah. I watch you guys play for praise and worship, and I, I'm enjoying. Of course, I know what I'm in service for, but I have this ability to compartmentalize when I'm supposed to be doing something, and I watch y'all enjoy what you're doing, which I feel like translates to music better. There are people who I know have played grudgingly, knowing that they don't want to do it and they don't want to be here, but I know I'm getting paid to be here, so let me do this real quick. Versus when somebody gets in a groove, and I think I have a picture. I, I think I have a picture of Cam where you was on it today. That day, I feel like you hit a groove, and and them symbols could hit you back. They probably stomp you out because he's he's in a corner and he just ain't going for it. And I, mean, I feel like coupled that with the, the mover spirit that was going through service, it made everything translate better. Because y'all may not be able to get up the shower or speak during certain parts of the service, but when you play to it, yeah. it makes y'all part of what we're doing. And I think, like you said, shared experience goes a long way. I don't want to listen to nothing that I can't experience. I remember walking in um, to your event when you debuted Ocean Floor, and the quality of sound pulled me in. Because I know that the Roman acoustics may not have been the best, but the way that you set up the sound, and I was front row, so I'm just like, and it made me sit like take one of these and sit back in the chair. Like, instead of my ears being assaulted by bad arrangement or stuff that was just overly produced, I'm I'm kind of walled into a space to now hear the story. I'm kind of it's like preheating the oven. I got preheated to hear this now. So now as you went through certain tracks and told us what was this for, da 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 da. I was able to interpret it better because it wasn't like you just 
for instance, being a business person, I know how ignorant my consumer is. You don't know what the price of what I just did. I can tell you what the price I want to. Y'all don't do that. Yeah, I kind of still make it um, approachable or close proximity yeah. to music. You know what I'm saying? So I can still get to it. You know I want to hear a deep answer out of you about what you best in the world. Because I be trying to pull stuff out of Ken, because Ken is a wealth of knowledge. I have to pull on So, for, I mean, for me, we have a, like, a great responsibility as producers to bring you to a certain room. You know what I mean? And <clears throat> when you hear Ocean Floor, you hear a lot of brokenness, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And when you hear those songs, you can relate to it. Because everybody's like, okay, oh, I can relate to that. I've been through that. I've been through that. But now I'm in a place to where it's like, okay, I don't want you to relate anymore. I'm going to bring you somewhere else mm-hmm. to where I'm going to bring you to a happy place to where you might not know what happy even looks or feels like. You know what I mean? Because 85% of the time, the music that we listen to is brokenness. In fact, or even in praise and worship, God save me, God help me. It's all that type of stuff. It's like, like I said, as a, as a producer, as, as an artist, our job, we're supposed to put you through these rooms that you've never been in. So at the same time, it's like, like the pastor said, uh, why, are we, why are we fighting something that's already been won? Yeah. You see what I'm saying? So at the same time, I feel like I'm in a season now to where it's like, okay, We've done. We've said all that stuff already before. Now let's bring you to a place where you've never been. That's how I look at music today. You know what I mean? That's how I look at it. Because now that's our job as a producer is to push push the envelope forward, yeah. not stay stagnant where we've been. Right. Because that's why people are like you know music ain't what it used to be. Why? Because like John Paul said, there's so much of YouTube. There's there's no death in what the artist is doing anymore. Because mm-hmm. I can look at YouTube and be like, I can do that. And do it right. There's there's no soul to the music being created anymore. The only way for me to create music is if you're going through something. You know, mm-hmm. you, I I can get up there, time to get up there right now and play keys with no feeling. Yeah, and you'll be like, oh, he that's did hard. Yeah, he did. that's hard. But let him put his heart and soul into it. You can feel the difference. Yes, definitely. You can feel the difference. John Paul be like, like, oh, that's he's nice. Yeah. Then next thing you know, he, he he you put that soul, that spirit behind what you feel you can compare it to. As simple as JP playing a song, um, the the song you played in the in the in the, in the, the the reveal video, the one you were just strumming, it seems simple. Even if you look at the picture, it seems like he's just strumming something, but you know what's behind it, and you can feel what's behind it. And I think my biggest inspiration out of the group is not that y'all can do music. I feel like for someone who didn't have a voice coming up, y'all get it. And it makes it easier for me to approach y'all, it makes it easier for me to feel comfortable. I think it's funny when y'all when y'all come around, I don't really say much. I just think y'all funny as it as it is without saying nothing. But then there's this camaraderie that I get from creative types. Um that's why we we, we got this uh what's it, trading cardio that I've been doing with I, I get with photographers and we just walk the city and vibe and do what we're doing. Because there's this, like, how you said, this group experience. We get around people who have, how you said, we've been in these rooms, mm-hmm. but we also have a passion to be in other rooms. Mm-hmm. I don't want to stay stagnant. Mm-hmm. I don't listen to blues all the time. It may be a BB King kind of day today. Or I write really be on some, on some Rolling Stones or whatever. My catalog is so wide because my emotion, I have emotional 
like cornucopia. Let's use that word. Mm-hmm. My emotions are so wide, I may not be the most sensitive person, but I know that where I can't speak, I listen. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the anticipation of the, the album for me was that can I find a room in the album for me to hide? Um, I think when I scroll, I think I'll say when I scroll through iTunes a lot, and I, I, don't, I don't listen to that. I don't hear that. I know that's for. I'll find places to hide in Ocean Floor. I'll find places to hide in some um, JP is putting you on to. I'll find places to hide in some of your SoundCloud stuff. And it provides this refuge that you probably wouldn't get. Music is like an intangible, tangible item because I can't literally touch it, but I know what it feels when it shows up. So, you know, flowers to y'all. Because I feel like in, in our generation, we lack the ability to communicate emotionally, logically, uh, purposefully. We were, we're lacking the, the vehicle, how you said, the vehicle to get my emotions from here to there. Mm-hmm. So instead of telling you I'm upset with you, now we gotta fight. Where music, I can write a track or I can write, you know, I've both written for people, I can write something that you can repeat what I said. It wasn't shady, it wasn't indirect, but I made it artistry instead of coming at your head. Right. And it, it does, I, for me, it does something. Some of the same things I was saying, and we had a little fight, it translated yeah. differently. Yeah. It was, it was fighting through the music. Yeah. yeah. Right. And it kept us on yeah, our cool. it kept us on our P's and Q's musically because mm-hmm. you can't mess up now. Because you look you're extra stupid because exactly. you beefed it. <laughs> so right. I can't mess up. Yeah, so right. you could you could that's why I said with the, with the feeling with feelings and things, it, it, it matters. That matters in today in today's world, that feeling has been taken away. That's the soul of music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This this the soul that like it's like I said, when you're when you're playing an instrument, mm-hmm. you can tell who's gifted and who's talented. Ooh, you see what I'm saying? You can, you, can, you can tell. It's like, okay, this person, we can tell he on YouTube 30 hours a day. Yeah. You can tell this person's gifted because he just got it. You know what I mean? You can, it's, it's a difference. Right. So, that's so. Yeah. It's a it's a big difference. It's definitely. I think the, uh, we were talking about that. I, I love doing this to, to musical types. I asked him, what's his favorite song? Now, if, if I'm wrong, correct me. It'll be between Lauryn Hill and Miss Education. Or D'Angelo. And either way, the passion on his face tells you both of them have a story attached to them. Yeah. And which one is it, JB? Which one am I right about either one of them? Sorry? Which one which one am I right about about your favorite song? Is it D'Angelo or is it Laura Hill? My favorite song or album? Both. Both. I think I've, I've asked this question more, more than once because I like to pick at creative types too. There's a depth to create people that most people miss because you take what we offer right. versus did you go and look for what we got going on? Yeah. Hey, Paul, you got a favorite song? Uh, but you'll pick one in a moment. One of my favorite albums is definitely Lauren Hill's Miss Education of Lauren Hill. Oh, that's your favorite album? Which that's album? one of my favorite albums, yeah. Hill, I never knew that. Breaking news. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I never knew that. I, thought, I, asked, I like to ask I never guessed that. I thought it would be more, I thought John Barbie would be more well, no. In terms of in terms of influence, D'Angelo, like oh, how yeah. I learned how I learned how to play guitar, a lot of, and key like the R and B side of me, definitely D'Angelo. 
Um, and I probably listen to that just as much as the Lauren Hill album. Like so that. who's your favorite musician? Favorite musician? Wow, that's a, that's a tough Still one. Yeah, right. Still have has to come out of simulation and manifest. To me, <laughs> the one the one I can relate to the most is probably Prince. Prince, yeah. What really? Yo, what? I know this he loves this game. This is my two favorite albums. One is a Prince album, and it's called uh, Love Simple. And this was in the early 90s, maybe between 91 and 93. It's sonically one of Prince's best albums. Okay. Seriously, from beginning to end. It has everything on it. It got rap, it got jazz, it got fun. It got yeah, to it's called Love Simple. Okay. Amazing body work. And my other favorite album of all time is actually the Wizard of Oz soundtrack. The Black The Wizard of Oz. The Wizard of Oz. Oh, the original show. Quincy Jones? Oh, that's the original. The Wizard of Oz. Oh, my bad. Breaking news. Can't mess that up. The Wiz did have better songs. Okay. But the Wizard of Oz soundtrack, if you can look at this on the streaming too. Yeah. Orchestration, right? The, there's so many little musical, like, some, like one track on that soundtrack, like eight seconds, and it's just like the smallest little, like, flutter of strings. It is amazing. Uh, if you ever get a chance, you just sit around. Oh, my goodness, what goes off? The Wizard of Oz soundtrack is incredible. Well, see, that, and I do that too. So, what I remember I had this uh, Apple G book, and I don't know, you know, I had it. So, I, I bought the G book off this dude. Fixed it. I had to hack through it, unlock it, all this stuff, and I filled it with like four thousand songs in two days. Okay. Um, there's this website called I think This Is Us, and there's a couple other websites where I could like not pirate music, but it was where people would go to put indie music. Gotcha. So I was listening, and I'm just like, there's a song to this day that it may not be the most well produced or put together. But the lyrics hit me, and it's um, Jocelyn Ellis and the Alpha Theory, and it's called If Cuba Had a Girlfriend. And I remember the first time I heard it, I'm like, this could use a better producer, but this is fire. Right. Or uh, Best Friend of Hollywood Anderson. I listen to random stuff because it's not, it hasn't been exposed to the need to be perfect. It's still the raw expression of it. It's still the, you know, I just want to get this off me. And that's usually what, like, when I go and take my camera out to the streets, that's usually where I'm at. I just want to get this off. This bug is on me to create, and I need this off me. That's the best music. It's the best output of art. Yeah. It about the fame. Right. This music has to come out. And that's like Kanye's first album. Don't start. All that, all that Don't start. passion he put into that. Don't start. You can feel that versus some of the later stuff. The only person I know that loves you is much as being sitting at the table. And I'm. That's probably one one day album I probably had to stop and really piece together because he was going through something crazy in his life. But most of the albums I just I can listen all the way through because everything's a story. Everything got some background. Even when you figure out how he made the beat and there's layers to the beat and it's like what what happened? Because he digs for stuff. Yo, my man go hard. 
like Italy Italy and Heartbreaks for me was such a uh, he was like I can't even tell you I can't even tell you I had to listen to the whole thing and stop and, and digest what just happened to me and I don't know if y'all may think it's fluff or whatever it's the same thing when JP play or when y'all play y'all really in it I'll sit and let it just I be I be hoping that y'all be there downstairs when I come back downstairs and y'all still playing. Cause I'll just sit there. I don't want nothing. I don't want to say nothing. I just want to listen. I miss that. And, and just put it just put it together for me. One of the best and, and JP, I, I you know, the benefit when I tell JP I'm cooking. So I'm coming through and cook. Eventually music's gonna happen. Yeah. And it'd be the best part for me. Cause you don't know what kind of day I have or what's going on in my mind, but music has this capability to surpass all that. And it just pull you into the present. So, you know, anyway, as my producer is tapping me on my shoulder, JP, now that you know that I'm inspired by you, don't use it against me because I will fight you. What would you leave with the people as far as inspiration, musicianship, the Matrix, pick something? Yeah, I would say, um, well, you really put me on the spot here. Yes, I did on purpose. Yeah, I would say, You know, if you're whatever you're trying to pursue in terms of creative, uh, you know, goals, you know, it's okay to to start off with emulating other people, but just know that, you know, you want to take things and making your own, you know, and just, you know, it's okay to fail fast and often and just express and don't and just try to be present and in the moment. Um, yeah, that's what I would say. Sir, what you got? Just don't give up. Man, no, no, stay here. Come to the next Because I'm not accepting that. So what is, what is the... What, what is he leaving with the people? Because I'm not taking that again. I would say... Uh, don't give up. This is pretty shitty. They don't remember the title. Don't give up. This is special. I don't know. Um, I'm trying to think of what advice I would say to a younger version of me. Exactly. Um, lean into that potential. Mm-hmm. Lean into that greatness. I know a lot of people don't like to say that they're great, mm-hmm. and I think we've, as a society, I guess that's frowned upon. But I didn't realize that I was great until I met Cam. Mm. And when I when I saw his genius and his greatness, I saw myself. Okay, you know what I mean. So I was like, "Oh, he's a genius." When I heard the stuff he was doing, this this is almost twenty years ago. Mm-hmm. The stuff that he was creating almost two decades ago, people were just starting to tap into. Mm-hmm. And I was that same way, but just on a more gospel tip. You know what I'm saying? But Cam was more on the hip hop um, sampling and the strings and the stuff. You know what I'm saying? I was I've always been saved. So I I say just lean into that. You know when you're different mm-hmm. and you know when you have so you know when you're special, lean into that. That's a fact. Because there's there's something there and it's it's there for a reason. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, we we all grew up watching Insane. Mm-hmm. We, we saw Justin Timberlake. We knew he was special. 
You laughed when you were right. You did right. You knew I. Now, JC could sing. JC was cool. But you knew something was different about Justin. He wasn't. Justin had an it back then. Even with Justin's child. Justin's child was chilling. But no, I'm serious. But you you always knew. You can see, you can tell who has it. And so I would just say, lean into that. If you know you're special, you know you have it, Mm -hmm. lean into it. it. Because it's it's there for you. I'm going to try this a second time, sir. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so my hand almost went up. I had to hold my hand down real quick. I said, it's my <laughs> Well, um, just, okay, let's say this. Don't worry about what no one says. That That's always, I stand, I wish I stood by that even more back then. Um, there's just so much talking and so much, uh, what is it, opinion that goes around uh, today. This is so bad. It's much more today. Um, there's no more about what people say. You know, make your first choice your first choice. You know what I mean? And uh, just just keep going. You know, that's kind of how I look at it. That's what I kind of stand on. Just, and like Ty said, you know you're different. Go with that. Go by your instinct and uh, just keep going. You know what I mean? Because, uh, yeah. Just, yeah. <laughs> that, I want him to elaborate a little bit, you know. Yeah, uh, I mean, there's, there's not, but people really don't go by what you say anymore. It's about what they see. That's because it's a consumer based mindset. Yeah. But I tell you like this um, it's funny, I live by. Oh, okay. I live by um, a part of Dipsy song, Ocean Views. Um, it said, uh, Ocean View, small circles of children, few. I wrote it down when I followed through. Mm-hmm. And the first time I heard that, I, I was going through something crazy, and all I heard at the end was the follow through. Mm-hmm. Like, it's cool to say something, and it's cool to put something up and put an idea out there, but follow through the idea. Mm-hmm. And it really matters. It, it wouldn't matter if I had a great plan. If I let it die, it's my fault. Mm-hmm. So follow through that. And to your point, what I would say, I had to learn it later in life. But if you sit with yourself long enough, you'll hear the beat to your own drum. Mm-hmm. Follow that. Yeah. I always hear Jumanji drums in my head. Right. Now, sometimes I gotta make sure it's not Jumanji, but I follow that joint. Wherever I start hearing, my ideas be out, out here sometimes, and people don't get it. And I understand people's opinions about it. My ideas be one way or another. I honestly don't care. Because in order for my soul to be satisfied with what I'm putting out, I gotta follow that. That, that beating, that intuition has never failed me. More that way. I, I honestly, I think it has a lot to do. I'm not trying to get deep. We're already here. And I think it has a lot to do a lot of times with certain men who may have father issues. Yeah. It's important for follow through because we didn't, a lot of us didn't see that. Right. Or get that. So mm-hmm. now it's on us. We got to so learn about it. We have to learn it. We have to cultivate it. And mm-hmm. we actually have to, it's on us now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So when we, when we say we're gonna pick you up to go to the movies, we gotta do we it. We gotta do it. We have to. But when we say we're gonna, we gonna start this podcast or start this, we have podcast, to do it. We gotta do it. That's a clap. Yeah. So I can I can thank you for appreciate you. Um, you know, following through on, on the things that you do and the aspirations you have. Just continue. It get a little spooky sometimes. Yeah. 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 It's it's dark. Dark. It's get dark. No, I, 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 I applaud JP sometimes because he'll know that I'll I'll use him as a re 
reason to do things. Mm-hmm. Like, I rarely have one. I'm like, oh, you doing? Huh? I'm not doing nothing. To me, his job makes no sense to me. Right. But he does it with such like effortlessness. Yeah. I want to get to this level of mastery in anything that I do. Except for, sir, when you critique my audio setup and tell me that I am using the wrong stuff. So the way you did it was mad subtle. Then you like, why? Right. What is this? <laughs> and I, I'm telling like, yo, I got these mics for 35 hours. They just like, Mike, you're trash. I'm like, why are you, why are you stumbling on my Amazon purchase? Like, this is this is a good look. But then he'll tell me, and what he'll, yo, listen, don't sleep on the go under the, this is, this is clap. Like, I feel like this is something that they would use in Motown. But, <laughs> but then he'll send me a link for a bunch of stuff, like, buy these things. Jump on. Got kids. I can't afford none of the stuff you sent me. But should I hit a lick? This is the first thing I'm going to get. Sir, anything in George you want to drop off before we get out of here? Um... I, it was good talking to you guys. I was about to say, you say peace, love, and soul, I'm done. <laughs> um, yeah, I think I think what you guys were talking about with the follow through was good. Um, like even when you make a mistake, follow through on it. Like no matter whatever you decide to do, follow through. That's a good takeaway. I think that's. I'll leave with that. I dig it. Listen, this has been another episode of Cutting Board. I appreciate you all for being here. Thank you for John Coffee being in the building. Keep your eyes out for Parallel Universe. Keep your eyes out for Ocean Floors Part 2 and whatever else comes out of Cam Fletch. You, you give us something, bro. Gospel tape. Gospel tape. Thank you. Yeah. Yo, and that's going to be fine. I'm so with it. Uh, God bless you all. Remember, follow through. Keep your own opinion. Do what you got to do. And let music be therapy for you. I'm so light-skinned, bro. <laughs> all right, we out. So what normally happens as I move on?